Five o'clock in Pirate Country, and 94.3 The Game is going to get you home with the P-Man. In five, four, three, two, one. Lock it in. Turn it up. It's time for the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. This is the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. All right, welcome in, everybody. It's uh, great to have you with us, little 90s uh, hip-hop. Oh, we were so hardcore back at the Academy listening to this. Bunch of middle school punks. Some gangsters, huh? We had some dopes that would, dopey white boys that would put their pants on backwards. <laughs> the teachers told them you can't do that here at the Academy. The hat's on backwards. That's the real question. We didn't. We weren't allowed to wear hats at the Academy. Ah, no, no gun, fun. No hats. No, it was... We were there to get educated, Ben. <laughs> we were there to get educated. We weren't there for horseplay. Uh, welcome in, everybody. It's nice to have you with us. Nice to see you, Ben. You look like a look like a football coach today with this getup. I, I look like I like I exactly look. I'm a, I'm a laborer who's been outside all day. Uh, all right, it is uh, great to have you with us. Hey, we've got going on, and uh, this is always a, a favorite event. I really was. Uh, Sad we could not do this last year, but the Maynard Children's Hospital at Vidit Medical, it's our annual radio fun. It was uh, going to happen last year, but it did not because of COVID. And uh, we moved it over here this year. It's in the uh, complex. So uh, you know what this means. Lots of food. I'm very excited about that. I've, I've probably gained what little bit of weight I've lost here in the last few <laughs> weeks back just because of the great snacks that they, I mean, like homemade cookies and pizza and all kinds of little little snacks. Uh, but we want, it's, it's not about the snacks. For me, it might be partially about the snacks, but <laughs> for everybody else, uh, look, what a great uh, jewel that we have with the uh, Maynard Children's Hospital here uh, at Vidant. And I mean, Vidant's a great uh, asset in our community. But uh, this, this children's hospital, it's just not a Greenville hospital. It's an Eastern North Carolina hospital. And, you know, I, I don't have kids. No, never is when people ask me, do you have kids? That's my reply. No, never. But I'm an uncle. I'm the funkle. And I, I love my nephews and I love my niece. And, you know, you worry about uh, your your children or if you're in the case of, of myself where you're an uncle, you worry about uh, your, your niece and your nephews and you want them the very best for them. You want them to be healthy. I cannot imagine what it's like uh, to, you know, have to have to take a kid to a hospital to get that child treated for something that, uh, frankly, children shouldn't have to deal with. But that's not how the world works. And I think uh, knowing that we've got the, the James and Connie Maynard Children's Hospital at Vidant, I mean, that's a world-class facility, and uh, it's, it's a big uh, comfort, I have to imagine, to know that you have a, a world-class facility with world-class treatment Anyway, uh, this hour, I believe they are doubling the contributions. And look, we're going to get into all the things going on. We're going to talk a lot of sports today. But what I really would like to implore the audience to do, uh, there's a few ways to, to go about doing this. You can go to our website, 943thegame.com. I think the best website is 1079wnct.com, our 100,000-watt sister station. 
But you can do it at 943thegame.com. Uh, you can make a donation there. 800-673-KIDS, which is 1-800-673-5437. And look, you might say, well, I, I, I don't want to, I, I can't afford $100. It doesn't even take that much. You, know, you do $10 this hour, it becomes 20 You do 100 it becomes 200 So you get to double your money this hour. We're going to have some people in later in the hour to tell us about everything going on. Uh, Elise Ironmonger, who's uh, become a great friend here in recent years. Uh, you could also text ENC Kids to 51555. So we hope you'll do that. Uh, the Children's Miracle Network Hospitals uh, Radiothon, Maynard's Children's Hospital here at Biden. And uh, again, you can go to our website or you can uh, go and call 800 673 Kids, 800 673 5437. We'll repeat that periodically. I'm not going to hammer you with it, but I just I hope that you will take the time today. Uh, to make that donation. If you do it this hour, look, it do- your money doubles. We have um, we have an entity out there, an individual out there, who says they'll match whatever's donated this hour. So we'll uh, give you some of those tallies a little later on. Uh, ben, I'm looking at uh, what's going on in the NFL. Oh, there's a whole lot. Whoa, there's a lot of things. But let's start with Pirate Baseball first, shall we? All right. You know, last night, uh, look, let's face it. They threw their best pitcher, did Wilmington. Yeah. What, what would have happened had Cliff Godwin decided to, to throw Cooch Maynard or Smitty or even Wisenhunt? We decided it wasn't staff day and right. we were putting our aces out. Right. Like. And, you know, look, Wilmington, I'm, I'm not saying the Pirates didn't take that game seriously. I, I saw people talk about it was UNCW Super Bowl, but that was the point I, I was making as recently as Sunday and have made it again on Monday when I talked to Coach. You're the creme de la creme of, of baseball in this region, in this state, certainly. You got, when you got a good program, teams are going to have your number. Exactly. And look, in baseball, nobody goes undefeated. Yeah. Nobody goes undefeated in college basketball unless you're Gonzaga in a pandemic year when then you, you, you'll you go undefeated. Unless you're probably. Gonzaga in their conference. Well, weak conference. That crummy conference. It's, it's, it's weak AF, as the kids like to say. Google it if you don't know. Yeah. Come but, on, get on it. Yeah. But it's a uh, it's a... It's not a sport where somebody goes undefeated. And do they? They're a great team. UNCW, they got a good little baseball tradition brewing down there. No, no, look, and Randy Hood does a nice job. Coach Scalf did a wonderful job for years. They're fired up. They came out. I mean, they're hot right now. They won five in a row. They're, yep. They will probably crack the top 25 this week. They had a lot to gain last night. Oh, yeah. Not that the Pirates didn't have a lot to lose, but, you know, there's a bigger program goal for ECU this year that involves Omaha. Not winning a single midweek game. Uh, it is a little concerning that the bats went silent after the first inning, but that's what happens in the game of baseball. The ebbs and flows, and, uh, you know, it looked like it was going to be a high-scoring game after one. The teams would be going back and forth, and the Seahawks lived up to that billing where the Pirates uh, did not yesterday. Well, the good thing about college baseball is you get to go right back at it within just a few days. That you do, Ben. If there's ever a time to get healthy, it's probably this weekend because Illinois State comes in, and the Redbirds are 5-9, and nine, and they've lost two in a row, so the Pirates will have them uh, starting tomorrow at 6.30, first of a three-game set this weekend at Clark LeClaire Stadium. Uh, all right, we'll get into the tournament as well. Mac McCarthy's going to join us uh, at 20 past. We're going to talk hoops with uh, the former Pirate coach. Always great to catch up with Mac. Uh, NFL's got a TV deal. I had this up here, but now I've lost it on my screen because 
I'm a doting old man all of a sudden. No, they're, they're ditching DirecTV in 2023, I believe. 20, yep. 2024, somewhere ABC's picking up a couple Super Bowls, so they get into the rotation. So now that'll be an every four-year thing. It'll appear on one of these networks. Yep. Uh, but eh, Amazon has the Thursday night games, I saw. Yeah, here it is. The NFL's headed to ESPN Plus with Sunday Ticket, kind of what you were talking about there at DirecTV, and to Amazon with Thursday night football. So that's an exclusive, is it not? The Thursday night foot. In other words, there's not a TV home for that as of now, is there? Yeah. Do I have that right, Ben? You, uh, well, Thursday night football. There's not an exclusive home for that right now. It's Amazon. It's not. There's not a TV home in this new. Deal. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Do I, is, I was a little confused there for a second. Okay, I finally found uh, this here. Exclusive games on Amazon, full Thursday night package, ESPN Plus and Peacock. Yep. So what that tells me is obviously Thursday night football is going to Amazon, and I guess ESPN Plus and Peacock also. It's going to we'll be see. an exclusive streaming deal. I like it. Sounds like I can save some money. Oh, I'm sure you'll be char- You have to probably be a Prime member, I mean. Ah, okay. Well, ESPN Plus, I mean, you just pay the... The five ninety nine. Yeah, and then there you go. You got all the games. I I, I assume there's going to be some kind of premium package maybe for that. Pay a little extra uh, and you get maybe. the NFL games. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, two Super Bowl games on ABC. ESPN and ABC to air separate Monday night games in some weeks. I think that makes sense. Not every game needs to be on ABC. And uh, Fox gets, ooh, the Christmas game when the schedule allows. So after you're done opening up the presents, Joe Buck will regale you. <laughs> Everyone's favorite. Ah, the gift that keeps on giving. All right, we got we can get out at 12 and I think be fine. I don't think that gives us enough time on the Curtis Samuel, Samuel stuff. Here's what I guess I'm confused about with the Curtis Samuel. And look, broke out this year. Yeah. He's getting paid. Three-year deal, great. I'm all for somebody getting paid. Yeah. He's going to the staff. They drafted him. That he really didn't do a whole lot with. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to wrap my mind around. Now, I look, I, I get there was not room in Carolina. That probably was not going to work out. But it seems like what he signed for is not astronomical. Am I wrong about that? What was it? It's three years... It was thirty-four and a half okay. million. So that it's it's pretty expensive. Right, okay. For some reason I had in my mind it was three years, ten million. I no. thought, well, that's nothing. It was uh-huh. like it's like a little over ten million so a it's year. Ten million a year. So that is pretty significant. And you think about it, in our offense, he was wide receiver oh, three. Wait a minute, wait a minute. R? I know you've got the coach's jacket. Oh on no, no, I, I, hey, I ain't afraid to admit Panthers all the way. I know there's some skin skins I mean, football team fans right. around here. You I'm are, Panthers all the way. You're a ride or die uh, oh, yeah. Panthers. Okay. Hey, that's I, fine. No. Proceed with the we. But in our offense, he was our third best wide receiver. I mean, true. yeah. So you can't be paying your wide receiver three ten million a year. But I just wonder why he's going somewhere with a perhaps as sketchy quarterback situation as Carolina has right now. Yeah. Well, maybe they realize, hey, this is how you properly utilize Curtis Samuel. Because let's face it, they didn't properly utilize him when they had Cam. Newton. Yeah, he's not a he, conventional receiver. Yeah, he's very versatile. You mm-hmm. can put him in a running back. You put him at wide receiver. He can do many things. And we were trying to use him as just a straight-up wide receiver. And at times, maybe a jet sweep, that would never work. Right. And, uh, I mean, I think maybe Panthers kind of and Joe Brady kind of laid out the plans of how you use Curtis Samuel effectively and kind of get him going in your offense. We're going to talk more uh, as time allows this hour about that. We do need to get our break now. We'll come back. 
Uh, we'll talk about the games tonight with uh, Mac McCarthy. The first four is tonight. You went around today at noon trying to find somewhere to watch the games, didn't you? Didn't you, boys and girls? Yes, you did. Don't act like you didn't. You rolled up in there and you said, I'll take a seat at the bar if you're favorite eatery and then you moseyed on over to the bar and you weren't going to drink a beer you're not going to have a liquid lunch some of you might have but uh, odds are you're a responsible adult you weren't going to have a liquid lunch but you were going to have your little salad because your wife's been on you about not fitting in your britches anymore and she's not going to buy you some new ones trying to figure out which channel number is true tv exactly which we can't hear you have true tv and you know i know the only reason i know true tv the impractical jokers all right uh uh, but but none of that starts (laughs) till tonight that's the point. None of it starts till tonight. Now, tomorrow you can go and do a little Friday lunch. Maybe you'll, you might have a liquid lunch tomorrow. You know, knock off the afternoon. Watch the games at your favorite watering hole. Why not? It's a home stretch. Why not? Yeah, why not? All right, we'll be back, uh, and uh, we'll have more of uh, this fun and frivolity. Uh, what you can do to make a difference in several children's lives. And Mac McCarthy, all on the other side. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis and the Dan Patrick Show. You guys are awesome. Weekday mornings on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. 94.3 The Game. It's 94.3 The Game's Miracle Maker Radiothon. Do your part to ensure that Eastern North Carolina children receive the best possible care. Miracles are made by people like you. Call with your pledge and give the gift of growing up now. 1-800-673-KIDS. We hope you will participate. Uh, the Maynard Children's Hospital Radiothon, Bynet Medical Center. Uh, we're doing it from our studios this year, and uh, your pledge this hour, no matter the amount, will be doubled. It'll be matched. So whatever you uh, can do, uh, five bucks doubles to ten. We do enough of that. Look, we've got the number one sports show in Greenville. No matter what others claim, instead of spending that five bucks on a Big Mac, why don't you do it? Or coffee. Yeah, you know, just make a and little nice And look, it'll double. Donation. And if everybody that's yourself. in our audience does that, that'll be a, that'll be a big thing. 4-3, uh, Texas Southern over Mount St. Mary's. Now 5-4, the Mount has taken the lead. Hit a three, hit a two. There you go. St. Mary's all the way. I got St. Mary's in my bracket. I'm going to go Mount St. Mary's as well. They sound like a basketball school. Well, I know some of the folks up there, so I'm going with my heart on that one. Uh, and then uh, Drake pummels. Wichita State tonight. App State. Uh, you know, I'm going to go Norfolk State. I'm probably adopting Norfolk State as a first. I, I had their game this year. Yeah, coach I can't Robert. choose App State. Yeah, their guy, Robert Jones, is a good coach. Done a nice job there. Uh, and then uh, I'm, I feel like Sparty beats UCLA tonight. That's what I'm going with. A lot of players uh, will not be available for this. Uh, the player of the year in the ACC for Georgia Tech uh, will not be a part of this might want to rethink that bracket if it's not locked in yet uh, because uh, Georgia Tech is going to be without uh, the ACC player of the year, Moses Wright. And the Bonnies are pretty good. Bonnies are a tough team. They're, so that might be one you want to consider in that 8-9 matchup uh, if you had Georgia Tech feeling good off the way they played in the ACC tournament. Tech will get after you too. 7-7, seven, seven, by the way, between uh, Texas Southern and the and the Mount, a guy who's uh, coached in the big dance, our good friend Mac McCarthy joining us uh, here on the Patrick Johnson Show. Mac, how are you? I'm good, Patrick. How are you? I'm well, buddy. Great time of you. Look, I'm just thrilled the tournament's back. 
hey, this is the best time of year. You got the tournament back. You got NASCAR going on. You got college baseball, Major League Baseball. You got Augusta coming up. Uh, for for a sports fan, this is about as good as it gets in yeah. my book. No, this is a great this is a great deal, great time of year. Uh, the great Mac McCarthy is uh, with us here. It's great to uh, catch up uh, with him. Uh, let me. I'm just looking back uh, through uh, all those uh, magical years of the NCAA tournament at Chattanooga. You uh, you had some get. You went on a nice run there too. Sweet sixteen one year. I have to imagine that, of course, by that point, it was old hat you going to the tournament, right, Mac? It was an old hat by that point you made your Sweet 16 run. Yeah, I don't know if <laughs> going to the NCAA ever gets to be old hat, but uh, uh, I was really lucky. I got to go to Virginia Tech, and uh, uh, we missed out despite winning the regular season at East Tennessee State and the OBC back in the days, yeah. and then uh, got to go to a couple at Auburn, which was fun, and got to the Sweet 16 there, and then... Uh, Finally got rolling and went to five at uh, Chattanooga. It's tough going when it's a one-bid league. Uh, you can win all the regular seasons you want. you got to show up in, in March and, uh, and, and win that conference tournament. Uh, we've got uh, Mac McCarthy <coughs> excuse me, with us uh, here, Patrick Johnson Show. Always great to uh, catch up with uh, Mac and see what's going on uh, with uh, him and what he thinks of uh, this year's tournament. I have to imagine – you know, when been to bowl games, been to the NCAA tournament as a, as a fan, but never part of a travel party or anything like that. But I have to imagine there is, even though there are certain obligations you have, and there are practices and there are film sessions and you know team meals and all that. There is there's a little bit of pageantry associated with it. There is, depending on how you do it, I guess a little bit of free time if you're in a typical year. Is is that right? Yeah, there is, and um, and it's a it's a huge event, obviously, with that many teams. But uh, the Final Four, in particular, is such a big deal. I I'm not sure there's a better event than the semifinals, uh, you know, of, of NCAA Division One basketball when you have four teams that have won their way all the way to that that spot in the tournament, uh, four different fan bases, the place is packed and, you know, you've got the, the CBS song going on in mm-hmm. the background and you're ready for one shiny moment on Monday night. Uh, I can get, I can get goosebumps just thinking about that. And of course you go to some great cities, uh, the women are really lucky this year that they're in San Antonio. Yeah. It it might be the best Final Four city, although from a logistics standpoint, Indianapolis is pretty darn good too. Yeah. Well, could you imagine being involved this year as far as you're having to stay in your room? I mean, you get there and you stay in your room. I mean, there's just not and, and none of those extras that you maybe get to do in a normal year. That, that would seem tough. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, I am sure it is. But let's compare it to last year where we didn't have one at all. Uh, let's compare it to the alternatives. Uh, and, you know, th- these kids want to play. They've, they've sacrificed all year. What's, what's another couple days? And, uh, and they have gotten out some. They, they had to quarantine when they first got there. But, but there is some flexibility after that. Uh, and, and I keep mentioning the women just because it, it, it was on my mind with a bunch of ACC teams and teams yeah. that I saw but, yeah. uh, uh, during the season and covered, that kind of thing. But, uh, of course, they, they're under a different set of, of state rules in Texas where they, they have a lot more flexibility in San Antonio than the men do in Indianapolis. Mac McCarthy won over 340 games as a uh, head coach, was part of a lot of other wins as an assistant for many years. 10-7 now 
the Mount over Texas Southern. Is there anybody out of this first four, particularly, I guess, the 11 versus 11 matchups you think might be able to go on a little bit of a run? Well, the, you know, Michigan State or UCLA, uh, that, you know, I would think that, uh, that you wouldn't want to draw them if you're, if you're next in line. And, uh, and I'm not so sure Wichita State, uh, isn't capable out of the American. I, I have a feeling that, uh, you know, if, if they're playing well and they've got everybody, and of course, so much right now is in flux, uh, just like Georgia Tech finding out the ACC player of the year won't be available yeah. this weekend. And they were already an underdog to Loyal of Chicago. But uh, I, I like Michigan State to, to be able to win a, a game or two. And, and I've got Wichita State winning a couple games, too, out of this first Whoa. group. All right, Mac. I'm going to respectfully disagree. But I like it. I don't, I, I'm, I'm not hating on it. <laughs> Uh, my guy Mac McCarthy. I love uh, Coach Mac. One day, Coach Mac and I are going to be in the TV booth together. We 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 almost had it this year a couple of times, but we're. Gonna... I think you. I think you've been blackballing me. I don't. I don't think. Oh you're, yeah. Uh, yeah. I exactly. think you're trying to stay away from that. But no. I look forward to it if it does happen. We would have so much fun, Mac. We would. It'd be the be- We just have. We would have the most fun on on that broadcast. We really would. That's what it's about. Yeah, it really is. Hey, uh, so Gonzaga. And you know, everybody likes to dog on them. They play in the West Coast Conference. But in a year where things have been so start-stop, they have been very consistent offensively and have yeah. kind of gotten through the uh, their stops or, or opponent stops without a whole lot of uh, of issues and really have only had one game, if you think about it. That was down to BYU a dozen at the half and ended up winning by 10. So this is, uh, this is Mark Few's year, one would think. Do you agree with that? I do agree with it, uh, and really nothing should be predictable this year because of the kind of year it's been, and there have been so many crazy things happened. Uh, it seems silly not to think that the tournament won't just be as crazy as the regular season was, but I just think Gonzaga is too good. They've got four NBA players. They have three players on the Naismith watch list uh, of top players. Three out of the 15 players, three of the 15 best players in the country are from Gonzaga. Um, and they really just score the ball so well. I don't know. You know, games do slow down a little bit in the tournament. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, so, you know, you hear it all the time, take the tortoise over the hair and, and all this. But I, I think they're just too good. It seems silly if you offer Gonzaga versus the field. You, you would think you'd be crazy to take Gonzaga. But I really think this is their year. And the last time a team went through undefeated was Indiana in 76. I coached against that team uh, in my first year in coaching or second year in coaching. Um, I think Gonzaga can do it. I really do. Tough to go undefeated, but uh, they've managed it so far, and they would be looking at 32-0 and uh, if they do indeed uh, run the table and win the national title uh, in the tournament, which uh, gets underway. Uh, it's actually underway now at the first four, but gets underway at the first round tomorrow. Uh, Mac McCarthy's got a book. What I'm about to tell you is the truth or could be my accidental career path, uh, which uh, was great. Fantastic uh, book there, Mac. I, I, I know you enjoyed doing it. We uh, had you on when you uh, released it. And uh, there couldn't be a more appropriate title. Than uh, than that for you. So it was, it was very. It was it was just. I the had so much ever. fun writing it, and the title was fun too. Uh, kind of stole the the title from Eddie Biedenbach, who says that all the time when he uh, when he speaks or when he gets ready to tell a story. But I <laughs> I heard later that he stole it from another guy at NC State, so I don't feel bad. And and I did ask him for the right to use it, but uh, 
uh, when I first heard that, I told him that moment, I said, I'm going to write a book one day, <laughs> and I'm going to use that as the title. <laughs> and it took uh, a few years, but I got it done. We uh, have Matt McCarthy with us. Uh, speaking of NC State, they and Davidson start uh, their journey, respective journeys uh, tonight in the NIT against one another. So there's that. A couple of American teams in the NIT. You noted uh, the women down in San Antonio. You uh, have been a, a, on a lot of women's games this year on uh, ESPN uh, Plus and also the ACC Network. Um, you know Wes Moore quite well. Uh, I've, I've met Wes a uh, few times, knew him fairly well when I was working in Raleigh. We'd have him in fairly regularly on that show because he was just a heck of a nice guy and, and just fun to talk to. Uh, but, uh, boy, what a job he's done with NC State this year. And, and I guess you got to like their their path, at least as a number one seed, to get to the Final Four, I would think, right? Yeah, you know, it, it's tough, and there are probably more teams capable of winning the women's tournament than, than ever before. You, you start talking about UConn and South Carolina and Texas A&M and NC State and Stanford and Baylor, and well, there, there, there are a number of teams that it wouldn't shock me if they won, but Westmore's got a great center and Elisa Kunain uh, from over near Greensboro, and uh uh, he's just done a great job. Well, like you mentioned, a super nice guy. Won 15 consecutive Southern Conference championships at UT Chattanooga. Actually came there after I did, but we've gotten to know each other. And uh, he's he's over here fairly often. He's got in-laws up the road here, not far away yeah, and, uh, yeah. in Janesville. And um, so he's he's over this way, and I get over that way. And then I've called a couple of his games. I had him a I had them a couple times this year, and I had quite a few of the women's teams that are in the tournament, North Carolina, North Carolina State, Virginia Tech, uh, trying to think of who else, Florida State, I uh, had them. I had quite a few of the NCAA uh, participants on the women's side this year. We got Mac McCarthy with us here. Speaking of Florida State, I think last year there was a feeling, and I don't think we're looking back at this in a you know favorable light of, uh, you know, or through rose-colored glasses in any way, I, Florida State was probably one of the, if not the, legit chance to win the whole thing last year. How do you like the Knolls this year? Because you, you can't prepare for one or two guys. you got to prepare for everybody. Yeah, and, and I do like Florida State. I've got, them picked in, I've got them picked in my Final Four. I think they can come out of that bracket. Uh, it's not going to be easy, and they've been a little bit inconsistent, but – uh, Leonard Hamilton has a good team, and they've got a deep team. They've got a big team, a long athletic team. Um, and I think they've been overlooked. I think last year was probably their best chance, probably a little better than this year's mm-hmm. chance. But, uh, you know, they beat North Carolina, who down the stretch probably played as well as anybody in the ACC. Uh, you know, overall, Carolina's year looks like a mediocre year when they're an eight or nine seed, whatever they are, going into the tournament. But they were playing really good basketball, and they played a well, whale of a game against uh, against North Carolina in the semifinals, and then came up short against a crazy motivated Georgia Tech team in the championship game, a well rested Georgia Tech team since they didn't have to play the semifinal game. And I don't know if that was an advantage or not, but I like Leonard's, Leonard's chances of going to the uh, semifinals. I really do. You think UNC could be, they got to get by Wisconsin first, I realize, but. It seems like that, you know, I mean, Roy Williams has a history of just winning first-round games. That just happens, right? That's about as much a given as you can, can ever have, I guess, in, in basketball. But if, if yeah, they're like 16-0 or whatever they are. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, like amazing. it's an amazing uh, number. Uh, but if, you know, if, if 
Wisconsin, I mean, it's going to be a tight game, I think. Wisconsin, uh, you know, look, they played in a league where they got beat up on, and they're, they're by some really great teams. So, I mean, that's, you know, that's the deal there. But I think UNC possibly wins that game. They would likely play Baylor. What what do you, is is that could that be the first number one seed to go down? Is is Baylor to a UNC team that I actually think matches up with Baylor better than Wisconsin does? You know, it's funny that you mentioned that. I I think uh, I think Carolina can make a run. I really do. And their guards have been wildly inconsistent. They they're young, uh, but they've been playing better down the stretch. Their big people are as good about it. They're about as good a group of bigs as as is in the tournament. Um, and, and of course, Carolina, they, when they go to the tournament, they're, they're not expecting to win a game or hoping to win a game. They, I mean, they're there to win the whole thing. And despite the seed and the fact that Wisconsin is actually favored mm. in that opening round game, I like Carolina to make a run. I, I've got a, I, this may sound totally crazy in a down year for the ACC, but I've got North Carolina in the final four. Uh, they play tomorrow night. Seven ten. Uh, we'll have that game on ninety four one and ninety seven nine. Our sister stations. Houston also plays tomorrow night. I know we're kind of jumping around all over here, but you know uh, the Cougars. Their trip to Greenville resulted in a loss. Uh, they had to really fight like heck to beat uh, Memphis both times. They played them this year um, in the regular season, then in the tournament. How do you like this Cougar team? I, certainly, I think they get through the first round, but you know. Boy, I, w- I would just hate to have if, – if you don't have hardly any time to prepare for Houston, uh, it, it seems like they'd be in the vein of Florida State, a kind of a hard team to get ready for. Yeah, and and, and they do something that really uh, performs well in the tournament. They really defend. Then they get after you. They're so athletic. And, you know, you look at that bottom half of that Midwest bracket and you've got Houston who defends. Rutgers gets after it. Clemson, that's that's the best thing they do is defend. Yeah. West Virginia is really good on defense. The bottom half of that bracket of, that Illinois is the number one seed in is a, is a black and blue, blue-collar kind of bracket. Uh, I think West Virginia could make a little run there. I think Houston can make a little run. West Virginia is a little better offensively than they usually are. But, uh, but yeah, I, I like Houston and uh, – Coach Sampson has done a really good job. I saw he just signed another five-year extension to stay there. And, uh, yeah. of course, Houston's got a little money. They'll pay their football and basketball yeah. coaches. Yeah, that's not, not, not bad work if you can get it. All right, is there a memorable <laughs> Mac McCarthy NCAA tournament story we can go out on here? Oh, gosh. Oh, there are too many. Uh, <laughs> there are too many. The, uh, the, the, the first NCAA tournament I went to, uh, you know, or, or it's memorable for two things. Number one, uh, we made the tournament, and I want to say I, it may have been the first year that the tournament was 32 teams. We were an independent at Virginia Tech, mm-hmm. uh, and we took off in a crop duster of a plane, uh, <laughs> you know, charter and out to, yeah. to Notre Dame to play Western Michigan. And the flight was so bad, the headwinds were so bad, the flight was so rough. First, we had to stop in Cincinnati to uh, to uh, refuel. That that's how bad the oh, wind was. We wow. couldn't make it on one tank of gas, 
And I was offering anybody that would listen a considerable sum of money to get off with me at this point and rent a car and drive the rest <laughs> of the way, which which was not a pretty sight at all. My, my, my second year in coaching. And then once we got there, we had an even more bizarre. We were staying in like a – it wasn't a hotel. It was like a continuing education center on campus. Oh. And the beds – the beds were like single beds, like like they weren't bunk beds, but they were just single little beds, none of them over six feet long. The kids couldn't fit in them. Um, and Bobby Knight, the Indiana was assigned there too. And, uh, and he was beating on the front desk as we got in and telling him that he was taking his team to a real hotel. <laughs> so that was crazy. And the other part of that story was, not involving me in particular, but fans around here. Of course, you know VMI from mm-hmm. back in the day, way back in the day, Southern Conference. Nobody remembers. VMI went to the Elite Eight that year. They were one game away from the Final Four. Wow. Wow. I did not know that. That's cool. There's some there's some trivia for you no, from back in the day. That's 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 uh, like a, the Steph Curry Davidson run. You kind of you know. Yeah. Exactly. Hey, great to talk yeah, to you. Except, uh, except VMI never wins. Right. Davidson at least has some history. <laughs> anyway. That's true. That's true. That's very true. Hey, uh, great to talk to you, Mac. As it always is. We'll uh, we'll get up with you uh, maybe uh, here in the next uh, couple weeks as we get closer to the re- end of the tournament. Love to get your perspective on everything you're seeing at that point. So let's let's try to do that if we can. Let's do it. Always great to visit with you, buddy. Thank you, Mike, uh, Mac. There he goes, Mac McCarthy. Great to talk to him. Ben Byram has an update for you, including uh, that early action. His Mount St. Mary basketball team. I, I forget the mascot. The Mount. The I, Mountaineers. Are they the Mountaineers? Come on now. That's a given. I didn't know if it was or not. And then uh, we've got uh, Texas Southern, right? Yeah. Yep. You got it. The You're Tigers. Gonna... Oh, okay. Look at you. I'm learning. Look at you. Give the give the score of that one and more. HV three is on the course. Not not a good day for HV three out and out on the links. Uh, Here's Ben Byron with an update, and then we'll uh, have a very special guest when we return. Ben. Thanks, Patrick. March Madness has officially begun. The first four is live right now between Texas Southern and Mount St. Mary's. Currently underway, Mount St. Mary Mountaineers lead 19-13 over the Texas Southern Tigers with six minutes left in the first half. Meanwhile, the Carolina Panthers got busy in fragrancy as they shore up the, the defense, signed a few promising players. We start with former Chargers inside linebacker Denzel Perryman, who signed a two-year deal, followed by ex-Cardinals Ed Rusher Hassan Reddick, who signed a one-year deal worth up to $8 million. Reddick was fourth in the league in sacks last season with 12 and a half. He also secured a deal with former Rams defensive lineman Morgan Fox for two years worth $8.5 million with $7 million guaranteed. They followed up those moves from last night with the signing of defensive back Rashawn Melvin to a one-year deal. Elsewhere throughout the league as free agency for continues, the Redskins signed Panthers receiver Curtis Samuel to a three-year deal worth $34.5 million. The Chargers think they might have found their replacement for Hunter Henry at tight end as they signed Jared Cook to a one-year deal worth up to $6 million. The Buccaneers wide receiver Chris Godwin has signed his $16 million franchise tender. New England continues to build through free agency as they welcome back Kyle Van Noy 
Cardinals running back Kenyon Drake is signing a two-year $11 million deal with the Raiders. Mr. Trubisky is headed to the Bills. Kyle Rudolph to the Giants. Will Fuller to the Dolphins. The Denver Broncos part ways with running back Philip Lindsay. The controversy of Deshaun Watson continues that he was accused of sexual assault in his third civil lawsuit. Many knowledgeable of the situation believe that this is only the beginning of further accusations and lawsuits against Watson. In the PGA Tour, day one of the Honda Classic is currently underway. ECU alum Harold Vernal III finished the event 1 over 71, put him tied for 64th on the leaderboards. He's currently tied to Phil Mickelson. The leader so far in the event is the Australian Matt Jones, who tied the course record with a 9 under 61. For Major League Baseball, big news from the Big Apples, the New York Yankees and Mets will allow fans in attendance for their games at 20% capacity. And from the NHL, the Carolina Hurricanes look to bounce back from their loss against the Red Wings, which snapped an eight-game win streak and hopefully go streaking again as they take on the Columbus Blue Jackets. Puck drop for that game is set for 7 o'clock. Expected to start in the net for the Canes is James Reimer. While the Blue Jackets are expected to have Jonas Corposalo in between the pipes. For your 94th game sports update, I'm Ben Barham. Online or on the go, log on to our brand new website, 943thegame.com, to listen to The Patrick Johnson Show weekdays at 5. It might be crap, but we love it! Or tell your smart speaker to stream 943 The Game to take us anywhere you are at any time. Back to the pledges, back to the miracles. We need your help. Give the gift of growing up. 94.3 The Game's Miracle Maker Radiothon is on. Here's the number to call. 1-800-673-KIDS. This is uh, the hour to contribute if you've been thinking about it or maybe you've heard it on our other stations today and you've not, because uh, it's a, a double up hour. Power hour. Power hour. I, I knew it had a name. Uh, that is the voice of the true uh, broadcast professional in the Ironmonger family, Elise Ironmonger. Hello. It's great to see you again. I know. Been a we little missed bit. you guys we're, last yeah, year. Yeah, we were going to do this, and then COVID hit. and Right before. And we uh, are here. It, it's great to have you in the studio. I this know. Is even, it's nice and cool in here. You've got it. Well, I, I like keep. It. A, I keep a. Uh, we keep a cold studio. Look, like if it, it were up to me, it would be an ice box. I well, I like it. But I'm, in, I'm into my it. My colleagues. Yes, not so much. All little, little, get a little chilly, and yes. everybody complains because we keep it cold. In fact, if it were up to me, this temperature that I have it set on would stay 24 hours a day. I could deal with that. And when I was doing the the morning show in that. I, now I did keep that studio very cool. It's a much more vast studio. Yeah, and it was. Uh, yeah, you it, got a cozy setup here. It is. Well, yeah, it could be tighter, but it's, it's plenty of room. There. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wouldn't sit on that couch. I, I would stay as far away from that as possible. There's been some characters on that it's thing. I think I actually have slept there over rough. the years. That yeah, right, yeah, for whatever reason, mm-hmm. uh, you know. <laughs> uh, it is. Uh, well, all right. We, you and I. I think you and I could just do a show. Yeah, it would I think be so. fun. And yes. It would be exciting. Absolutely. Uh, but we are here to talk about this year's uh, radiothon. Yes. And from what I understand, um, this is really. I mean, what a what a giving spirit everybody's in. We have had a really good day. People have been calling in, um, texting in, donating online. Um, people have been very very generous today. We're so thankful. It is uh, our. Uh, Making Miracles Radiothon uh, for the Maynard Children's Hospital at Biden, Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. Uh, let's give you the phone numbers, 800-673-KIDS. It's 800-673-5437. As Elise said, you can uh, text ENC Kids to 51555 or go to the 94.3 The Game website or 1079wnct.com. And every donation is doubled. 
this well, hour. Ben and I were making that point earlier. You might think to yourself, well, they're only doubling $100, $500. Every single dollar. So you can give five bucks and it turns and into... And it turns into 10. Exactly. And 100% of that goes back to helping the kids at this hospital. So last year, uh, you you all have made a great point of, uh, we did not have the radiothon, but mm-hmm. the situations that would arise, kids getting sick, kids yep. getting hurt badly, and needing to go to this hospital. Mm-hmm. Uh, that kept going. It kept going. The The slogan has been kids can't wait. Kids can't wait for this virus to be gone. Kids can't wait for a cure. Kids couldn't wait for a vaccine, which luckily that's here now. Right. Um, but that hospital was still like all the kids were still there, still needing those services and still needing the care that we could provide to them. You there are lots of you were showing me some things earlier. One of the other studios mm-hmm. uh, for babies that are born prematurely boy yes. if, if everybody could just see that there's so there, it's, i put it on our um, facebook page the children's miracle network dash mm-hmm. greenville nc page and i put those items so one of the items was uh, the preemie diaper and it, it, um, just, it breaks it, your heart it's literally the size of your palm and the story i told earlier that was kind of cool at one of our conferences i walked in and there was a wall of diapers and i was like okay what's what's this about and it was showing the sizes of preemie diapers from like the 80s till now and what you saw was that they kept getting smaller and smaller oh, because babies are surviving earlier and earlier. Is that right? It wow. is. And so because so like, you know, companies like Pampers are having to make diapers smaller and smaller for these babies because because the, the equipment and the advancement in technology is they're they're being born earlier and earlier. Right. Like one of our um, Miracle Children, Waylon or Mason, he was born at 22 weeks, five days. Oh, gosh. That's half. I mean, a normal gestation is 40 weeks, and our hospital was able to save him because of the donations that we've had from CMN and what we've been able to provide. He, he, you know, he probably couldn't have had that anywhere else. And so it's amazing to see those diapers, how teeny tiny. And Molly and Lucy's mom um, called in, you know, at the noon hour, and, you know, we we were talking about those, and she joked, she's like, those were big on my kids. She's right. like, you think they're small, but oh. like they could live. They're so tiny and fragile, but we have the capability to save them. Elise Ironmonger, who is the wife and the better, much better half. When you hear better much half. Much better. Of, no, uh, I'm not. Charlie Ironmonger. No, he's the, the best. Acclaimed meteorologist. Yes. I'm, I'm on Team Elise. I'm just going to. Well, thank you. I'm on Team Elise. Thank you. Um, so there's a truck you got. Yes. Have. A really cool transport truck. Um, we were able to provide this, fund this a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, And I call it basically, in short terms, a NICU on wheels. Um, You know, we serve, you know, a third of Eastern North Carolina, so 29 counties. This is not just a Greenville. No. I mean, this is all over the eastern third of the state. So if there's a baby born down in Jacksonville, you know, two hours away, Mm -hmm. and their hospital just doesn't have the services for what they need or they have a specific surgery they have to have, this truck will go down and get them, oh, and wow. it has the capabilities of an actual NICU to keep them safe as they're transported to our hospital. Everything that uh, we raise today and tomorrow goes stays here. A hundred percent does not go towards. No. And I mean, I'm not. It's not going towards. Nope. Your pay me. inflated it salary. Nope. I might right. add. Oh yes, of course. Your inflated no. salary. And yes. it doesn't pay for post-its. It doesn't right. pay for pens. Like and everything like, goes into equipment. Yes. Everything goes into treatment. Everything yes. goes into the kids. Yes, and 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 moreover, the hospital tells us where it needs to go. Like we don't show up and say, "Hey, we think you need this fancy pants thing that gotcha. they're not really going to use." They tell us what they need. 
So it's all very meaningful. It's all very intentional. We take very good care of people's money because we are so very thankful. Um, and it means a great deal to us that Eastern North Carolina and everywhere we've had people call in from Florida. My parents called in from Washington State. Right. I mean, people really from care all over. All over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 800-673-KIDS, 800-673-5437 uh, or 1079wnct.com, 943thegame.com. We have the link uh, on our webpage here. I don't want to put your business in the streets, yes. but uh, you were telling me this afternoon when I when I came in and we were catching up, uh, your youngest daughter, and you have yes. such beautiful uh, little daughters. They're, they're just adorable. Thank you. Um, she unfortunately got COVID. She did, yeah, back in December. But you had a peace of mind. I did. Well, you know, COVID has been on everyone's mind this year, and, um, you know, you always think it's not going to happen to you, just like with the hospital. Um, but we found out that um, she did test positive for it. Luckily, she was fine, had very mild symptoms, um, but I was terrified. Right. Because I'd heard the stories. I didn't know the long-term effects. I didn't know what it would turn into at the time. It was just a runny nose. And I had to talk myself down because I knew that if she got sick and she needed to be on a ventilator or she needed to be in the hospital, I knew where she was going. Right. And I knew the care she would get. And I knew. And it, it, I like, it honestly calmed me. And just yeah. like that peace of mind. I hope my kids never need that hospital. But the fact that it's there and I know about the amazing technologies and the amazing programs they have for these kids, I'm so thankful and grateful. And it kind of gives me peace of mind that if, if that were to happen to my kids, that they'll be okay. We'll uh, be back tomorrow uh, with yep. more. And uh, this will be going on. And you can tune into a talk at the town in the morning, 107.9, basically as wall-to-wall coverage uh, of this uh, and some really uh, uh, just uh, tug-at-your-heartstring uh, stories. Uh, eventually, I want I, the, the illuminating... Uh, Balloon. Yep. If you ever get a second one of those, yeah, you need one of those. I want one. Do of you them. want it like on that wall? Over I think that look. I think. I think. Great. That, yeah. Okay. We, we we were kicking around the idea we of redecorate a little. Well, redecorating here, and then there we're, we're also there's another studio we're planning maybe we we want to redecorate that or decorate that more appropriately. And I've got some stuff to decorate it. It's just we got to figure out how to do a it. A lighted CMN balloon would really. I be think the that cherry would be on cool. top. No, I think that would because I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Elise Ironmonger. The better half of the Iron Mongers of, uh, of Greenville now. I like of that. Greenville. The Iron Mongers yes, of we're Greenville. here. We're staying for a while. I like it. I like it. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, great to see you. And yes. uh, we want everyone to continue to tr- Yeah, contribute. Power hour until how, mu- how many minutes do we got? We got nine minutes. Nine minutes. All donations for the next nine minutes matched. All right. That is uh, 800-673-KIDS. That's probably the best way to tell you to go about doing it. 800-673-5437. If you make a donation, no matter what it is, it will be doubled uh, this hour. And, of course, we'll be doing this from 6 to 6 uh, tomorrow. Great to see you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank we'll, you, everyone. We'll break and come back and wrap things up after this. Testing, testing. Is this thing live? Outkick with Clay Travis, the Dan Patrick Show, and Adam Gold all right here. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up right here on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. 94.3 The Game. We're back live, and you're giving the gift of growing up. 94.3 The Game's Miracle Maker Radiothon continues. Together we can help the kids. Call now, 1-800-673-KIDS. Because we're playing Gaga, Lisa Ironmonger wanted to stay in the studio. Yeah. Uh, All right, it is the uh, Maynard Children's Hospital Children's Miracle Network Radiothon. There's an official title. I just music the, for miracles. We don't play on. music other than Gaga. That's all we. Well, play. okay, yeah. All right, we don't have a lot that's of time. Important. We can't yes. dilly dally. Yes. Uh, we have a total that's in for the day. Yes. 
I'm going to let you give the total can listen I, for can the I day. Can I get like a drum roll? I don't think. Do we have a drum roll, Ben? Ben does not have a drum roll, I don't think. So. <laughs> You'll do the drum roll. $43,000. Oh, my gosh. $790. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, wow. Yeah, that's that's crazy. That's a big number. Yeah, that's a big number. I, did, I mean, that is a huge number. That's a huge number. We are so today. thankful for everybody that's called in today, texted, online. Oh, you guys are amazing. Thank and, you. And they'll still take your donations uh, online or if you text it uh, yes. beyond the 6 o'clock uh, yep. hour. And uh, tomorrow, 6 to 6, 800-673-KIDS, 5437. Remember that. Uh, and uh, it's great to see you again. Thank you. That's a, what, a, what a wonderful uh, number that is. To pass it's on. a wonderful number. Yeah, Thank you. That's amazing. Uh, ben, what are, what are your St. Mary's um, Mountaineers doing right now? I actually clicked on there. Oh, there it is. 15-9 is what I've got, Ben, with 941 to go. Uh, they lead Texas Southern. So you made a good pick there. Oh, yeah. They just sound like a basketball school. The Mount? Well, the, the Mount's got some history. It was a no-brainer to The me. Mount's got a little history. Uh, you like Wichita State or Drake tonight? Uh, I like Drake. Going with the Drake? Yeah. I can't I can't pull for another we're not, school. We're going we're gonna to pull for Norfolk State, right? And oh, we're yeah. going to, uh, as much as I hate to say it, I think Sparty. All right. Uh, McGee will be in tomorrow for me. McGee on sports. So uh, he'll have Ariel Epstein on. Good to catch up with Mac McCarthy. Thanks to Elise Ironmonger for stopping by. Thank you, everybody, who contributed to the Radiothon. And thanks to Ben Byram over there. We'll uh, be back tomorrow. McGee in for me. And then I'll see you Monday. Patrick Johnson Show.